sometimes when I'm falling, flying, tumbling in turmoil, I say, ooh, well, this is what she means. She means we're bouncing into Graceland. Brian? Happy New Year. Should I be purchasing new outfits? And Amy almost shits her pants. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Look, there's a reason people don't trust you. There's a reason Let's they don't trust you. Let's start with, hi, Amy, There's a reason people don't trust you, Melissa. Who doesn't trust me? Anyone who knows you, I think. That's not true. It's super, Everybody super trusts true. me. No, no, and no, no, and no, and no, no, no. I cannot trust you with the information point, about my bowel. You are untrustworthy. Amy, at any point did you say, hey, this is just between us. I think I think the phrase "Don't put this on the board." I think that was a, that's pretty direct. No, I missed that phrase. Number one <laughs> and number two. I want you to know there are people in my life <clears throat> who say to me, "Don't talk about this on pod." L- let me tell you, you're not that interested. <laughs> I never even thought about podcasting about your situation. Well, and in truth, I don't get that. Uh, I get that from a, a select group. But the reality of this is when something really transformative happens in your life and you want to come on here and talk about it, but it's not entirely your story to tell, that's shitty. That's hard because I want to talk about it from my perspective, but it includes details from somebody else that it's like, I'm not going to fucking get clearance from you. And I'm also not going to be that person who's like, I had this, you know, private, delightful conversation. So let me broadcast it to the six people who are listening so that they can then go take it and make posters and hang it in the street, whatever the thing. So but I get I get that on some level. I do. But yeah, people don't say don't put this on pod. Dear listener, you can confide in me. You absolutely can. And I do want to let you know the reason that I'm ratting Amy out or yes, dropping a it dime super, the whole thing is on her is because she, when she started to tell me about this situation <laughs> that she had on her way home from a road trip, she said, I finally understood how you feel. And honestly, that's why I'm okay letting this thing out, which I normally would be like, no, I'm not putting this out here. The truth is that. That is absolutely the truth. I had such a connected to you moment. It was, it was, oh, now I understand more fully. Because up until this time, it was sort of like, maybe that's for effect, and I don't really think that's correct. And is this really, you know, from a GI standpoint, healthy? Like, all this stuff, I'm like, this can't be. possible. This can't, yeah, I don't feel like, I feel like maybe, come on, this is a, come on. And then, nope, my entire intestinal system revolted against me in a revolting way. So I just, a little background, dear listener, if you're new to the show, (laughs) (laughs) buckle up. I have a Jewish bell (laughs) and it represents my heritage quite well. Uh, Amy will tell stories of how she, also, if you are new to the show, Amy is a lacrosse mom. I'm more like a lab. I eat anything. Yeah. (laughs) She will tell stories of how she has, goes to tournaments and she can sit for 15 hours from field to field and prep kids and move and carry and pack mule and water and feed kids, prepare things. And I, all I can think in my head is, wait, you stayed in a hotel last night? 
you ate road food on the way there and you didn't die? How did you sit in I don't the go heat to the toilet. of summer? I don't go to the toilet because my options are walk into the tree line. Mm, no. Go into the portalette. <laughs> no. I'd rather shit my hand. Like I'm not doing any of these things. So I just don't have to go that bad. So I don't go. I'm a camel. I hold it for a long time. It's regular for me to wake up in the morning, go to the bathroom, and then I don't go to the bathroom until we return to the hotel at 9 o'clock that night. I just don't. Which to me was like you saying that in French or German or some Slavic language, which makes absolutely no sense to me. I didn't understand how you could sit for any amount of time without hearing... You didn't have the blandwich you normally eat at home. You had a road spice or something fun because also adding to this formula of Amy's on the road is the fact that being an intelligent human being, she does research of the local flair. So if her team is playing in Nashville, they're not. If they were, she would want to find a barbecue, a rub versus the sauce. Like she wants let's authentic. Let's really investigate this hot chicken. Yes, let's get down to it. Yes, mm-hmm. that's absolutely what she does. And she wants to make sure she tries the local delicacies. We're having crawfish tonight? Mm, okay, I had a crawfish uh, experience. There's tongue in this? Okay, I'm going to do it. I ate the tongue. By the way, tongue is what part of the body? <laughs> yes. It's, 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 I think they call it like Milan style, which is weird or something In when you're in the Latin stuff. Anyway, I'll eat it. Let's go. If somebody makes it, I'm going to eat it. Let's try it. Right. So adding those factors into, into the equation that is a bowel, not to mention a Jewish bowel, not to a Jewish aging bowel, sorry, and not to mention, you know, road game where you haven't slept and you're in charge of the moods and the stuff of all of these children. The fact that she would tell me that she sat there, I just, and then you have to hydrate because it's 104 degrees and the kids are hustling and you, uh uh-uh. So Amy took a much smaller road trip from (laughs) North to South Carolina (laughs) and on her way home to not record with me as I was celebrating a holy day um, with my dogs and one child. Uh, she decided to treat herself with the local flair of the highway, also known as McDonald's. I don't know what possessed me. And then I do know what possessed me because it shot out of my backside. I'm just trying to tell you. I don't think I've had McDonald's. I can't tell you the last time I've had it. It, it easily, I, I could easily say I haven't had it this year and we're in September. Like it's, it's not a common thing anymore. Used to be a very common thing in my life. I no longer drink soda of any kind. I barely drink sparkling water. So now I'm affected when I have these things. I'm, I'm aware. It's like, ooh, I get a little bit of a tingle in the tum at a tum because I'm not used to having carbonated anything in there. I don't really drink beer. So I had didn't get a soda. I got a tea. I ordered, I think this is what it was. I ordered, I'm driving a long Sweet time. Sweet tea? Oh, well, I ordered, I always order. They prefer you to say half cut. That's how they that's how they acknowledge it. So when you say I'd like half unsweetened tea, half sweet tea, right? Because I always say unsweetened and people look at me. It's like, you mean unsweet? I'm like, yeah, if I didn't speak English, that's what I would mean. <laughs> so, okay, it's just easier to get to the beginning. Say half cut. And so when you say half cut, that they understand they're going to do half and half of both of these flavors. Even that is way, it's like a pound of sugar. But I thought, okay, I'll do it. So I ordered it that way. And I ordered a large size. 
for my three-hour journey. As you do. For my journey. And of course, they delivered me a large-sized, gigantic tea. It's straight-up sweet tea. So it was basically a bag of liquefied sugar and two items of varying fat, one made of potatoes and one made of cow. Which is also a taste, flavor, consistency with which your body is no longer familiar because you don't a, it was such eat a, or drink like that anymore. Well, I don't, I don't even eat, finish the fries. Like, what kind of person is this? Like, I can't ever finish. I didn't get a large size everything. I just get a large drink. So it was a medium fries, a quarter pounder with cheese, and this thing. And I did eat the whole burger, but it was the kind of thing where I was like, there's just a couple more bites. You should just throw it back in the bag. Anyway, I just finished the burger. I thought of whatever. Didn't finish the fries. I rarely do anymore. Driving along, driving along, driving along, driving along. Ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. I'm not sure what that, maybe it's bumps in there. Ba-boom, ba-boom. It's like, is that my transmission? Is that the car? Did I leave it behind? Did I somehow press the massage button? Is my ass being massaged by the car? Okay, so I looked down. I heard it. I heard it outside my body. My ears could perceive <laughs> the sound emanating from my gurgling innards, right? So I'm like, that ain't good. So I looked down and my arms went, Brrr. you know, like when a great song comes on the radio and you get totally get goosebumps all over your arms and they just stand right up. Now I'm getting the meat sweats. And this all happened in a span of about eight seconds. It was so <laughs> alarming. How does this, it was, I was overtaken by alien forces. And I'm on a two-lane, highly congested, super hot, bumpy highway, and there's nothing else around. There's just you and what is very quickly going to become a soiled seat. That's it. That's all you got. So the level of stress amps up in you. Like, now you start to feel like, I get this urgency that she's been describing for several years. I, I totally got it. I had a little bit of a, I won't call it a panic. But for the sake of it, I had a little bit of a panic. I thought, this could turn out a way I don't like. I mean, that's where this is headed, right? Do you remember Mallory said to me, my daughter in the car said to me, it's okay, Mommy, just shit your pants. I have another oh, pair of pants oh, oh. for you. Just shit your pants. It's okay. There's I'm like, not a second it is pair not okay. Enough. No, no, no. And then what am I going to fucking drive in it? No, no, no. So anyway, I thought, what am I going to do here? What am I going to do here? What am I going to do? So I do what you normally do. I turn down the radio and I turn up the air conditioning because <laughs> that's going to solve it. When the radio goes down, everything works. You can sort of, you can focus. Focus. It's so a focus. I, I drove for about four and a half, five and a half miles. I took the first wow. exit. What, what am I fucking doing? I don't know. What am I do? You think I'm going to turn over on the side of the road and deuce it right there where all the, with the orange cones? No. And everybody watching. It's a congested highway. before I would do that. <laughs> like to see you try that look it just come on look, i'm just looking for ideas no. <laughs> I'm looking the answer is for... no so, <laughs> so i pull over and then it's one of these blah, 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 blah. i'm like are you kidding me really i can't take any extra jostling so i get to the thing and now i've parked and i'm behind some grandma grandbaby pair that wants to walk as slow as fucking molasses and i'm thinking nope. guys uh, uh, I don't, you don't really need to get involved in what I'm doing, but I'm here to tell you, get the fuck out of my way. Like, <laughs> I'm going to take you down. We're in the South too. So you're kind of this thing where polite, polite, you can't go too far in slowing down the politeness or else it's a full fucking stop. Like when you're in Philadelphia, I'm wearing a shirt that says Philly. So it's on my mind. When you're in Philadelphia, you sort of know how far you, you kind of a dick, but you know how far you can push it. 
You push it too far, and now you're missing two teeth and you're incarcerated. Like, you understand what's next, right? There's a line you walk. You can't be nice, but at the same time, you don't want to be such a dick that you're punched in the face. And then, right, that granny or granny pulls out her knife and, handgun and, that she and, has. You know, yeah, get you three times in the liver before you've had a chance to say, that's my parking space. Like whatever. I had to shit. That's right, 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 right. <laughs> so here does the same thing. There's this fine line. There's this fine line between we polite, we polite, we polite. Everybody's polite. And then they realize, oh, you ain't polite? Now I'm going to cut you worse than if you up in Philly. Like it just, it happened. Then they have a shotgun in the handbag. Yes. So you sort of, there's all, the there's, there's all that fucking thing. Okay. So finally, and you're laying there on the ground. You now shit around. your well, pants. Well, now I'm holding the door. I'm holding the door, and I'm doing the like. Uh, I'm like, yeah, come on, let's walk a little faster because I'm holding the fucking door for you because I have to. But I'm gonna hold the door. And we're all gonna be standing in a pile of my puddles if you don't get out of the way. Does this rest stop have oh, pants? <laughs> I'm just wondering. And they're heading for the pants? toilet too. And they're heading for the toilet too. Wait, where? Where is this? What sort of rest well, stop? Well, I went is back this? to the scene of the crime. The first opportunity I had was a McDonald's. And I took okay. it. I took it. I took it. I thought it's a sign from the universe, you know. Start and finish. <laughs> from dust I have made you to dust you shall return. Dust so to I, dust. I went in there. Thank God. It was one of those where they you're in prison. The entire thing is enclosed. It's a long wooden door. Okay. And you're in like a cell block. It goes all the way up to the top and bottom. I don't know why. they The newer ones do this. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. And I have lots of questions, only because this you're in my wheelhouse now. <laughs> so it was, it was all new to me. I was afraid. Yeah, go. Dear listener, it's another episode about shitting, and I'm so sorry. But is the bathroom a multi-stall or a single stall? Multi, 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 multi. Okay, good. So you don't have to worry. Right, there's a different embarrassment there, but you don't have to worry about keeping that little girl and her nana from using a bathroom oh, I and the embarrassment. I would have preferred keeping them from it. I don't want anybody in my <laughs> in my area when this is happening. Now it's well, quick. It's quick. When the aliens want to get out, they don't waste any time. <laughs> they so, cut a hole so right through your like belly. So it's not like I'm in there wondering when will this torture end. It was immediate. Yeah, it was. It there was. It was rapid exit. Okay, so everything happened very quickly. But then you got the whole dance of I don't want to touch anything in there. That's the other reason I don't go to the bathroom when all these places I soiled. So it. I'm like hovering and and holding my pants i went you know because you don't want your pants on the floor you i gotta tell you be honest you're the gross one in this situation no, you're the reason this particular day you're the reason nobody wants in that bathroom well, I, I mean it's not like well I, I didn't go in there and paint the walls i don't know what you think happened but you know i i can <laughs> i could i make things happen is what i'm trying okay. to say i can make it happen i, I so get that i it was a tightrope i walked it I made everything fantastic. It was not like being in Asia, squatting over a hole. I figured it out. I got it all done. I gave a triple flush just for courtesy's sake. I made sure everything was tip top and cleaned up, right? All set. Then I come out and guess what they don't have? Fucking soap. They're out of the soap. (sighs) They're out of the fucking soap. I just can't even... I can't. I don't know that Purell could cover this job. Nope. Sufficiently. Nope. So I just, I just got the hot water on and I just... Rinsed and rinsed and rinsed and rinsed. Burned my hands off. And then they had the thing where you use the toe kick to open the door. I'm like, yeah, that's going to fucking help. I used it. So, and then they did have like 18 Purell stations throughout the thing. So I doused myself twice and I had some in the car and I used that. But still, it's like just even. I I need a shower. I need a Silkwood shower at this point. But anyway, I got the whole. So it, it worked out in the end. In your end? But I'm here to tell you, it was an event. 
it changed the trajectory of my day. There was nothing. I it, it was such a point of focus. You're not doing anything. You can't drive. You can't talk. <laughs> you can't think. You can't have love in your heart. All you're thinking is toilet now, <laughs> toilet now. That's it. Toilet, toilet now, toilet now, toilet now, toilet now. Hold the door, toilet, toilet, toilet now. That's it. It was amazing to me. And as I was sort of walking out there about six pounds lighter, I could feel the breeze on my skin, no longer clammy. I was like, okay, first of all, it's going to be okay. But number two, <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> I made it through the rain. You yeah. got this, girl. You got this. <laughs> I still had like two and a half hours of drive, but it, it, I'm, I just had such a profound appreciation for you. I got in the car that was not soiled. And I just thought, damn, if I had to do this shit, like every time I ate a bean, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Or I, if I had to look at a plate of food and think, are you a trade-off for this emotion? Like, I, I can't. It will be joy now, but I think, I would say quarterly this happens. Quarterly. Okay. And you, I never, you never know when it's going to happen. I'm like, wait a minute. That omelet did not upset me the last the 10 times I had it. Guard, the catching yeah. you off guard business is the thing that is so strange because all of a sudden your body's like, guess what we're going to do right now? Like, it's just, a, what, when, why? How did this happen? I had other plans. And I used to talk to you, body, about things we were going to do together. Yes, we were this happy ain't about your it. job. This is the brain's <laughs> job. The brain is in charge of what the body do. So get out. You stop it. You usurper. It's like, you know what it is? It's a hostile takeover. And it feels that way. It does. It does. This this part of our show brought to you by McDonald's and Purell. Chaos theory. That's it's what's happening. It's a violent overthrow. And I, I squelched it. I'm back in charge. Sadly for everybody, my brain is back in charge. So that's how that went down. Literally. Dear listener, if you want to talk about shitting your pants, please write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. On Instagram and Twitter, it's Listen Brilliant. Facebook, it's Brilliant Observations. Right there for you. Um, come see us there and let us know what you're thinking and feeling. And when do you take the hint to just plant your fucking roots and go nowhere? That day will never come. Okay. Where do I look? Where I live? That's not an option for me. We live on on the fucking sun. We gotta go. Nobody's coming here. I've had more people come to my house in the past month than have ever come to my house in the history of my house. That's a lot of people. So how was that visit? You had a good visit with friends? Oh Old friends, oh new God. tricks? It was so fucking fun. It was so good. They First of all, they came with their whole gaggle. They had their whole kids. You said something earlier, which really stuck with me. And I want to circle back because I was aware of it on some level, but just the way you phrased it, actually named it for me I'm like I get okay that's what it was it was so odd to watch them with their kids because I don't get the opportunity to see them as parents with their kids we talk about their kids all the time we know that we're all parents we talk about everything that it means to be a parent that's very different than seeing the parenting up close in action okay and I got that with the other friend who we road trip down to sea in South Cackalack. So it was the same sort of a thing where it was it was see the friends, but also see the friends as parents in the act of parenting. It was just wild because you said Amy is a lacrosse mom and she is in charge of managing the care, feeding and mood of her people. 
I don't manage your fucking mood. We don't do, do. we don't do mood. We don't do mood. These are we don't have girls. We have we, oh. they have girls. <laughs> they have girls. Both sets have girls, and you have a girl. And there's a different level of girl management that occurs that was just it was it was like watching a documentary. I've just never seen it. I didn't know what to do. I was like, wow. Like I'm sh- I'm a girl. I have nieces. I know I've been around girls and their children are all fucking delightful. So there's nobody needed to be managed. It was just there was a second level of we're here to do X. Great. Now let's do X, you know, part A and part B. And part A is if it goes this way, what, like there was these contingencies. And I'm like, what do you mean? What's that? What? What, what, it was just as if, I guess our contingencies involve if someone breaks a bone, we will go this way. Like, but it was you just do have weird. a child, but you do have a child that would benefit from the AB plan. Our AB plan is an omit plan. We are our, our child who is curmudgeonly. We, we've, <laughs> we've given up. Fuck and you is the plan. I'm not going to deal with your shit. You can come along with the group and be with the rest of us or we'll see you when we're done. Like I, I'm not going to devote the rest of my time trying to fluff up and manage and sweeten and nope no 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 when Mallory was super little he's older um, he's older too he's not a little tiny tyke to tyke he's he's you know that is how he is go when Mallory was super little the pediatrician said to us your daughter is beautiful she has the longest eyelashes I've ever seen on a little girl you should model her and that could pay for college for her. She could get like a Sears ad and she could do whatever. There's tons of different types of modeling. Don't get caught up in the word modeling. But she should. And I thought, first of all, thank you. Um, I, rem- and, I remember that compliment. And second of all, what? That sounds like a full-time job for me because you have to snack them. And like you said, I have to control her mood, which means I need to na- nap them, snack them, and mood. Like I. I'm not, she's a baby. She's a child. Like I am not going to try to control all of that nonsense. And that's kind of the basis for my comment before about mood. Like you, to manage all of that is a, is a full-time job on the side of your full-time job, of, of all the other jobs you have as a parent. And I only know one girl-child mom who legitimately is outmatched by her child child is tough her child is would break a lesser woman and she will be the first one to readily admit fuck like it's a huge 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 the hugest deal you can imagine is managing this child she's not to be managed it's really just holding on she is a force she is an energetic force she is a physical force she is an emotional force she is a chaotic force. She is all of these things as a raging, rumbling, tumbling tumbleweed all the time. And How old is she? Uh, 13. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're right. You just added hormones yeah. to that. Bing, fucking go. <laughs> oh, my God. Bingo. It's a bingo. So when everybody else ever has anything to say like moody this or side eye that, if anybody would, I, people don't say this, but if ever this came up, I'm just sort of laughing. I'm like, okay, because I've seen it, right? Right. This is This is... We would all kind of say, we're not going to be able to go together on this five-hour car trip because I can't be in the car for five hours with my own child. So how are we going to break it up? What are we going to do? Like, it's tough. It's tough. And the child is a delight. And I guarantee you, the child will 
rule the entire world. We just got to get her there, right? It's a huge hormonal cocktail and a personality cocktail that is so much bigger than childhood. She's just so much bigger than childhood. So I can't wait until she's an adult. Having that as my... She's going to be fun as an adult, though. She is fun as a child when, you know, you get to watch her being somebody else's child. So my point to you is that's my perspective of the female arts. And then boys are just like, dunk, 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 wrestle, headlock. Right? That's, you know, that's it. We're done. What's for dinner? Anime, anime, trip, fart, you know, sleep. We're That's it. That's it. That's it. And they're super moody and hormonal and drama queens. I'm. They do all of that stupid stuff. They just express it a little bit differently. I don't try to manage their mood because every... There's this running thing in our house, which was once said by the defense coach coordinator for the University of Michigan football team, right? They have painted in their locker room the phrase, solve your problems with aggression. That's what they've painted on the side. And I fucking hate it. And they have the little pep talk. That's awful. Right. They have this little pep talk where he's up there and he's like, I don't care what's going on. I don't care what the problem is. I don't care where we are on the scoreboard. You are here for one reason and one reason only. You are going to solve your problems with aggression. Let's fucking go. And then they all stand up and like snap each other's necks and go out and take over the world. Oh, my God. So I hate it. But LFG, solve your problems with aggression. So the reality is at a certain point, if anything starts to get too big or unwieldy or too teary or whatever the fuck it is. We have lacrosse sticks, balls, and a goal. Outside you go. What's for dinner? It works. It works. So I don't think about managing mood because the physical physics manage the mood. Or right, go, in the case or of go the other running. One, or, or in the case of the other one, it's pow, 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 shoot them up, shoot them up using the thumbs and the computer. That manages the mood. That settles the brain. The, the the chemical cocktail of getting hyper stimulated by watching that and also z- meditating, zoning out by doing it, that solves it. So I don't have this thing where where menstruation is coming and chaos is coming. And so you watch these friends they juggle. No, they didn't have any of that. None of that happened. There was not a single blip, but it was simmering in the background. It was as if they you were weathermen. No, 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 no. I don't even mean simmering. The children were such a delight. I continued. No, I mean, you saw how they had plan B for. You saw, you're like, why are you planning for just in case? Bingo. It was the clearest possible blue sky day. And they were always carrying around the NOAA report of what happens if a tsunami hits us out of the blue. Right. There's no there's no ocean nearby. This cannot happen. I didn't. Even, it's not even possible. And meanwhile, they were like, well, if it hits, this is this is, you know, so they just sort of had it. It was as if they were planning for the McDonald's meal. Right. And knowing they were never going to go to McDonald's. They I guess they'd been through it once or seen it happen. I, it was amazing to me. Managing the mood. You just mentioned this phrase of managing the mood. And I I don't I, if I did that, I would have a happier home life if I would proactively predict the moods and make sure well they won't eat they won't do anything I try to do to make them be managed so that's a part of it too is I gave up I'm sure because my kids won't be managed they're going to do whatever the hell they're going to do or they're going to fight you to the death to the pain over eating a granola bar which is the thing they need to not be this horrible person so you know go out and shoot some things or run around the block or leave me 
go away and leave me and I'll see you when you're a regular person. That's it. I had that with my son when he needed like medication for a high fever and a headache. But my head hurts. I can't take your medicine. If you take the medicine, your head won't hurt. Like you just can't get past the eat the granola bar and you won't be a raging lunatic and hangry. Like you just, and that's, I really feel like that's what being a parent is. You're on the cusp of knowing better. Mallory's doing applications. I really don't want her to apply to these three universities, two of which we can't afford in any way, shape or form. It's just not money for that and any future she wants. That's it. So I'm like, she's going to get in. And fall <laughs> That's in the love problem. And wanna go, and you're gonna pay for it. By the way, one of them's Michigan. So now that I know it's written on the, no, she'll definitely get into Michigan. Yeah. Um, That's all right. You just take one tour. She won't want to go. It's too fucking cold. There's nothing there. It's very bro culture, and it is too fucking cold. It is super bro culture, and it is like you, you drive and it's it's a bit like some of these. Southern schools, you drive and 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 drive. Now they're Bam, on campus. There's that city, yeah. yeah. The city of, of the Ann Arbor. C- yeah, this is a maze on a hill. Yes, it's all Aww, ready to maze go. and blue on a hill. <laughs> uh, this past week or yesterday, day before, we celebrated a new year in our Happy New Year in our in our faith. But again, I mean, I made Mallory make hollow with me and she made a deal with me. I'll make it if instead of like the little yellowy, the yellow dye to make it hala looking in a braided circle, which is a challenge. She said, can I make it pink? Yeah, I don't give a fuck what the color is. Yeah, sure. I'll be in the toilet because you use food dye, but that's fine. That's fine with me. (laughs) So we baked together and that was delightful. That I got her to do that. And how and was the we, bread? How was the bread? Did you eat It was okay. Hers was better than mine, but... That's kind of what you want, though. That's we true. had sticky, and we had to use more flour to get it off our hands, and the more flour changed the consistency. It wasn't great. I'm not going to lie. This time, I've made it great before. I don't know how. I don't know what I did differently, but it wasn't great this time. But we sat there this year, a lot like last year, with three dogs on the couches, throwing up the Zoom onto the big TV in the family room and sitting through services that way. And it oh, occurred to me, okay. right, yeah, so so for this holiday, we blow a shofar. It's a ram's horn that used to be the communication device back in the day, you know, before the rotary phone was the shofar. And it brought people together and, and the way you blew it set, the way you blew it, uh, told people like danger or happiness or You're there's a birth yeah. or it's time to eat. Exactly. <laughs> so they they blow the, in the shofar service, they blow the shofar and my youngest canine was all fucking in. She was sucked up to that TV. She could not get close enough. Like she was all in and it was really. She's a Jew. She was so cute. She was so cute. I couldn't stand it. But it really made me think because while looking, you saw that there were like a few people who went in person. They had it outdoors in a tent because they could. It was lovely weather. And the next day they had it um, some in person in the building, in the tent, wherever, outside. They had lots of options for people and their comfort level. And there are times now where I think what things are back to normal and what things are still blowing the shofar in a tent sitting on your couch with your dog? Like what? There are so many things that are back to complete normal that you can almost forget while you're eating 
in a very unpopulated restaurant or doing something that this is really still full force going on because numbers are climbing of cases of COVID. And I think they've plateaued with uh, vaccination. So with numbers still climbing, it's, it's still like something so real, but you can look in certain areas and see totally back to normal. And then you look on my couch and I started rug hooking yesterday. Oh my it, God. I don't want to talk about it yet, uh, but I'll show you. But what what in your life do you see? Do you see this? Do you see the the back to normal and the not back to normal? Like there's a, such a dichotomy between two totally different worlds that are all in the same world. Yes, I do see it. I have practical examples from this past excursion. Driving to a different state from our, we had friends fly in from the other coast. So they brought all of their perspective and their habits here. Uh, fortunately, they match ours. Everyone is vaccinated, including the kids. They all wore masks. You know, we because we're all vaccinated, long since vaccinated, we didn't wear them around each other. We also tended to, you know, be outside and do all the things that, it's a beautiful climate, so you can do that. We drove down collectively to another state, instinctively put all our masks on, went to a hotel where there are no signs for wearing masks and people would look at you funny wearing a mask. We thought, okay. So ultimately I asked someone, some of the staff were wearing masks. Some of the staff were doing the, doing the nose out thing where the mask is on right. your mouth, but it's not over your nose. So I'm like, you understand that that's, that's really dumb that you're doing. It's not helpful. That's diff- right. just, it's just chin it's cover. Like you, you wear got your zits? underwear and you have your penis out. It's not the point of the underwear. It's to have the penis out. It's not a penis hammock. It's meant to anyway. So I finally said, "What's the what's the statewide requirement?" Because in North Carolina, the statewide requirement has shifted back to if you indoors, you wearing a mask. I don't care who you are. It's statewide. That's us now. And down there, they said, "Yeah, we don't have that. It's it's up to you." So I thought, "All right." So then we all took our masks off. Because it was sort of like this magic, well, if you don't make me do it, then I guess I don't have to do it. And then after we did that, we were in the hotel for all of the amount of time it takes to carry your bag from the lobby to your room and then leave again. We were there to see our friend. And because we were a traveling posse of 9,000 people, we're not going to all sleep at our house. So we, we weren't there that long. At the same time, why on earth would I abdicate my brain, even temporarily, to this idiotic rule or the res- or the lessening of the restriction. So it, the next thing I did was like, okay, well, I, sh- I should put it back on because it made sense for me to wear it. It wasn't because... Especially you, if none of you were wearing it, it wasn't and because, I'm in danger. Bingo. It wasn't because you told me I'm to wear it that I was wearing it. I was wearing it because I'm supposed to, because it makes sense. I'm protecting me and I'm protecting you. So that to me is the, the strangeness of the moment that my brain so quickly snapped into, well, if you say it's okay, then let's all strip naked, jump in the pool. Like it was just, all bets are off. COVID never existed. You never had friends and family die from this. We're not sick and transmitting at the highest, the state we're in has the highest transmission infected rate of any other state. Like, yeah, it's like, okay, whoop, none of that's real because you told me. And so my brain is happy enough to revert to, well, then it ain't a fucking problem. I think that's what it is. We have lived the majority of our lives without these restrictions. So they are very easy to shed 
because you just snap back into your routine that doesn't include it, right? So in that way, my head is, my head has pretended that COVID is gone, even though it is very real and very much still here and, and transforming lives in the worst way, still, still sickeningly. Yeah. And we are traveling by plane in a few weeks to go to Arizona. We will fly into Phoenix, which is the name that you, the only name you remember I told in Arizona. You, I told you we're going to Phoenix. I don't understand why the problem it's is. the only name you remember in Arizona. We will then get a ride to the resort in Scottsdale oh, for the Sheep the one. That's the Podcast one. Conference. Ooh, their, ooh. Numbers, their numbers are awful. Flying, I mean, how many more how many more TikToks or videos do you need to see of people losing their fucking minds in airports? Both of our airports, by the way, losing their minds. Some people being duct taped to chairs by flight attendants. As people luck being- would have it, as luck would have it, my origination date, because I was in the, in the early group as an essential worker, for the opportunity to have a third vaccination will occur before we travel. So I, I will have the souped it up levelist of protectiveness. Oh, that's great. I won't have my grammar intact, but evidently... Uh, that I, I think you will too if you look at the numbers. They're not giving in Pennsylvania. They're not giving the third one yet. They're not giving the third one yet. Okay. They're not giving the third shot yet. I haven't looked into it. It may be the same in my state. What I sort of did the mental math just now. Eight months. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So it's that's perfect. It's actually the exact timing. I presume they're they want people vaccinated. So I don't know why they wouldn't just let you. I guess. I don't, I don't know. know why either. Because it is a third of the same. It's not really a booster of a a Delta variant, whatever. But yeah. Um, so I've seen a couple of posts about this trip. And in my head, part of me is like, I'm 85% sure I'm going. Oh, come on. I'm 85% sure that my crazy isn't going to keep me. I, I mean, I will have my N95 and my my other one over it. I will be wearing sunglasses the whole time because goggles, really. Um, I will probably in the heat of the summer fall have a hoodie on that covers every extremity of mine and I I will be the Unabomber I will let you see my eyeballs only when necessary for the retinal scan to get on the plane I will follow all of the rules I will eat nothing on a five and a half hour flight I will be the best passenger ever I'll have a panic attack in the air as somebody says I'm not wearing my mask I will throw up in my masks (laughs) I will it'll be great Um, but I did see someone post I can't help myself. I keep shopping for outfits for this conference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. W- what? Yeah, I've already started and I, I couldn't continue. I, I attempted to do it and then I, I she's making the weirdest face, you guys. You have the weirdest face. So What do you mean shopping for outfits? Go in your closet. Pull out a fucking pair of pants and a shirt. What is happening? Have you not gone to a conference before? I've been to conferences before. Are you a human person in the, in the world? There's going to be all kinds of, first of all, it's fun. I hate shopping. I hate clothing. I have a lot of hate in my life. <laughs> I take my no pleasure. Full I, take, of hate. <laughs> I take no pleasure in either of these tasks. But I am also here to tell you, I don't want to be there and be reminded of how much inappropriateness I have packed in my own fucking suitcase. I don't. So I used to be on the conference circuit and I would have a wide range of conferencey, conferencey. It's not that kind of conference. This right. is, to me, from an outfit 
perspective. It's like Mardi Gras. This yeah. is the worst possible conference combination because it is just serious enough that your roll out of bed on Sunday morning doesn't really cut it. So it's 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 not a sweatsuit. It's right. Thursday night cocktail with the girls every fucking day for a week. That's what this conference is. You're dressing up where you want to feel cute and you want to be around other people who also feel cute and you want to have some fun and you want to connect with people. And it's a little bit talking about profession. It's a little bit talking about your we're in this industry and, and all that. And I'm one of the fucking speakers. So at some point I'm going to have to be up in front of other people and doing the whole fucking jazz. So it's all this stupid shit. Then you have the fucking Jessica overlay, which I don't think that you have been. I, I listen to her show. It talks about the industry. It's a lot of news about the industry. I don't know that that's your interest or your bag. No, I definitely listen to the show, so, but there so are parts of it that are You kind of skip over. You, part of you skip over. Right. So like this most recent one, Jesus God. Did you listen to the most recent Not one? Not yet. You, you probably will never listen to it because there's actually a warning label from our former editor and longtime friend, hopefully longtime listener, John Buchanan. John, John Buchanan. Miss you, Johnny. John Buchanan. He said, this is the first time in my life I've ever given a warning label, but here it comes. Uh, there's, a, there's a listener advisory and he gives you a time code and he says, you're going to have, this is of my top, I've been an editor for 15 years. This is one of my top three grossest moments I've ever had in my life. And Did I'm, I make any of the other two? <laughs> he didn't. He didn't elucidate, so I can't say. But he, um, it was rough. So of course, I fast forwarded to that point of the time. Yeah, is this the Elsie eats? It's so gross, and it says right in the title of their show. It has to do with maggots. It's in the title of the show. It's so bad. The point that I'm making here is they devote a good portion of this industry-focused podcast technology yeah. uh, show that they produce to talking about, well, we're going to have a pajama party. So if you're having a pajama party, you're going to be in public with other people having cocktails in a ballroom wearing your pajamas. So I, now I got to get a fucking pajamas now because I'm not going to wear my little silky bullshit and I'm certainly not going to wear like sweatpants and a top that's what you will wear and you will look fucking great if I walk in there I will look homeless it doesn't work for me you can pull off that athleta looking really cute like that's you have this way about you that when you put something on you look right in it mine's not that way I gotta have it all there's gotta be like so you're shopping too for this no 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 I feel the pressure and intent that I should be doing this I went online and thought pajamas I should find so I went and looked for pajamas and they're all really expensive. The ones that I like, and I'm not going to pay. I mean, I'm, they're like $400 and I'm like, who would ever pay this? I'm not paying. Yes. Thank you. I'm not paying. That is batshit. Yeah. But they're really good. And well, I don't care. They're my size too. I have to, I have to think about what's my size. Your and, size isn't even your size anymore. What are you talking about? I, I You're have, shrinking. I don't have any idea what I'm doing. We should, we should begin with that. Number one, I would like to feel comfortable going to a pajama party where I don't feel uncomfortable. That you understand what I'm saying. The whole thing yep. fucking fills me with hives. I'd rather shit my pants in public than have to worry about these fucking clothes. But I do have to fucking worry about them. My hair's not right. It's a fucking thing. It's a whole fucking thing. It's a whole fucking thing. If you don't feel it, then you have crazy confidence levels or you're not in tune with what's going on at this conference. I thought we were sitting down and writing, which is why I wasn't We worried. are, but there's going to be meal time. There's going to be, you know what I mean? There's only, and it's, it's also 
hot tip, you can't wear jeans and a hoodie in Phoenix. Because well, you that's going to be a problem you for standing, me. <laughs> you standing on the fucking sun. I but got indoors, it's freezing. No, it is not. It's going to be 2 billion fucking degrees. That's a problem for me. You're right. You should prepare for the problem. And 90% of the stuff is going to be poolside. Because there's like 8,000 pools at this thing. So I guarantee you, there's going to be some horse shit out by the pools. So you're going to have to at least walk past and go, yeah, fuck, and you. And keep walking. I'm just trying to say. I'm Can I wear a mask when I say that? Yes. Yes. You and I are going to be riding. This is a writer's retreat for us. We're going and okay. we're going to do our fucking stuff. And that's the way that's going to be. I got an but you email. you have pajamas. I got an e- I will. I have a thousand pairs of pajamas. None of them are <laughs> proper pajamas. But, <laughs> but yeah, I sleep in what I wore, you know, a, a T-shirt with strategically You've placed holes. You've seen me sometimes. I sleep with my fucking shoes on my feet. So I'm, I'm oh, in I've, this. I have seen that. More um, than once. I'm just trying have, to say. Yeah. Mm-mm. I, ha- I definitely have seen that. I sleep. I sleep. I'm like, seriously, like, is that your nipple coming out of that hole in your shirt? And Hey-o. I said, it is actually. <laughs> Let me reposition. He said, no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't bothered by it. I was just. I was just you're taking to, note. You trying to tell me something? Is this a I was just taking note. Communication technique. Yeah. I said, I want you to know, though, my nipple did not make that hole. It just found it. <laughs> it did not cut through this shirt. It's a very old shirt. <laughs> so, But that's what I sleep in. And I can't go to a cocktail party with my nipple out. So I will have well, to Well, it's a different kind of cocktail party to be sure. So, you know. I'll wear a mask, but here's my nipple. That's crazy. Ah. So I just thought, I just thought I might be going to a different conference. I have clothes. Like I have a, a cute skirt. That if there were a sun, like I have a jean skirt, I could throw it, by the way, if I'm not wearing jeans that are ripped as part of my uniform with the t-shirt with the nipple out, I am absolutely wearing a jean skirt <laughs> with another t-shirt that strategically just misses the nipple hole. So I, that's, I'm sorry, this is who I am and it's, I'm not going to buy hundreds of dollars of dresses and like what, what are you shopping for? Business fabulous. I'm talking to you. <laughs> I would like to know for what you're shopping. Well, she's a little. She's a little. Every opportunity for an outfit, I think, is maybe where that's coming from. But I mean, why? Because yeah. she's always wearing a tiara and a boa and she's sparkles fabulous. of some sort. She's because she is fabulous. fabulous. She's fabulous. And part of her mo, in addition to it's fun and who cares, part of her mo is teaching women how to become visible in social media spaces. So when part of your professional ethic is show up with a wider audience, with greater connection to other people, you kind of want to make sure that your nipple's covered, unless that's the kind of connection you're looking for. So yeah, I could get that. I could get that. Will you, since we are sharing a room, will you be in charge of making sure my nipple's not out on the reg? Yes, I will nip check you every day. Okay. Every I hour of that. every day, I will do a nip check. I'm going to ask you to also bring your own Dyson hair dryer because you almost broke mine. I last didn't time. break your fucking hair dryer. Oh my god, she's so she's just crazy. saying. Look I'm at, just saying. Look at if I even dry my hair, I will. The whole world will be thanking me for it. So that's the thing. I've I've long since stopped carrying the hair dryer. I didn't even bring it on that one on that conference. I just used the hotel hair dryer, and the little mouse wheel goes until it dies. I got a lot of fucking hair. I got a lot of hair. It takes a long time. Um, here on the home front, 
dear listener, if you have thoughts on what I should be wearing at this conference, nipple or not, I'm very curious. Please write me and let me know. Brilliant observations at gmail.com. On the home front, I do have a dog who had a surgery and has had this gaping wound on his leg for, I think it's over two weeks now. So you've absolutely heard about it before. But every time I put someone else in charge of, can you watch him while I work out for 30 minutes? Can you watch him while I run to go get, the answer is, of course, I'm not developmentally disabled. Of course I could do that. And I come home or I get a text while I'm on the bike of a closed, what was a closed wound, gaping open and bleeding. And I said, what the fuck part of watch the goddamn dog was vague to you. Sit down. He'll sleep at your feet. You don't have to like eyeball him the whole time. I did make an eyeball face. You don't have to put one eye on him. And why don't you just submit to the cone? We have the cone, but he's a very, it's a can very he, unique he, spatial relationship. Can he, can he, can he, uh, so defeat he, the cone? So the cone if he turns his head, the cone pushes the scab off. The end of the cone is exactly oh. at the point that pushes the scab off, number one. Number two, um, he has on Stuart's boxers backwards, so his tail comes out the pee-pee hole and his legs go in and we tie it together. And I mean, he's where we call him now, we call him pants because he wears pants. And so pants has this hole in his side and we have this aluminum spray or I want to be cultured aluminum spray that we, which is like a bandaid and healing and whatever. Everything in the house has aluminum piles around the whole house where he left it on hardwood, on tile. It's a fucking mess. We are at the end of the two week mark. Seven to 10 days was where we were going to be until are there, I'm getting to the point, I promise. Are there things in your family, in your life that if you don't do it, A, it either A, won't get done, or B, when you decide not to be so controlling and let other people do things not as well, it will never get done well properly or the way you want. Of course. And those are two totally different questions. If I don't make the bed, it will never be made again. And I don't understand why people would even sleep in it. Because it becomes, if you don't make it and you get in it the next day, it's like rumply tumply. And then if you get in it after two days of it not being made, you might as well be sleeping in the street. Nobody does that. Uh, yeah. Nobody does that. Even if you don't make your bed, before you get in it, you still straighten the covers. They don't fucking bother. I don't understand. And You're not even speaking English. And the dog gets up English. in there and goes like, and moves all this. So that's the kind of thing where it's like, are you out of your mind? If ever I go away, <laughs> are I, you out I of come your back mind? and I'm like, I don't even understand. And I'm not, you've heard about me, you know, Health standards, sanitation, all these things are kind of elusive to me. So the idea that I would really have a be a stickler for a pristinely clean bed that's been pulled tight and, you know, and I, the other part is they adore when I make it because they love the thing about the, he- the bed that I hate. They love the cold bed. I hate that. They, you open up the bed and the pillow's ice cold and the sheets are ice cold. That's the best. That's the I worst agree. part. That's the worst fucking part. I get in there and I'm like, show, 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 show. move all my business around <laughs> trying to heat that shit up. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Anyway, so the bed is the one that gets completely, it just won't happen, right? In terms of doing it right, I'm sure there's a very long list, but all I can picture right now is my husband's anger. You, yeah, I can't believe you don't watch Ted Lasso. It's, it's a real failing on your part. It, no, I've started. I've okay. started. Okay. Well, my husband it, it loves Roy Kent. 
And my husband actually is Roy Kent. He's just, he tamps it down. He's just quiet most of the time. But when he actually does speak, he's Roy fucking Kent. So when he's doing the dishwasher, doesn't matter. Oh my God. I'm surprised I haven't been hit with a, a flying object from the dishwasher. It doesn't matter who loaded it, even if it was him. Whoever loaded it before did it fucking wrong, and he has to take everything out and put it back in again every fucking time. And he has to Roy Kent growl and grumble while he's doing this. And I'm like, so now it's at the point where I'm like, why do you even fucking care? So I'll come along. I don't do it in advance. I don't, I don't go and load it wrong and then laugh. Like I'm not one of these people that would steal a chair from my child so they don't have a place to sit down. I don't do that, right? So I'm just trying to say, you know, it's like I'm not, I'm not going to go out of my way to fuck you. But if we're both standing at the sink and you're already over there huffing and puffing because you don't like the way somebody stack up the Tupperware, whatever the fuck it is, for efficiency's sake, and I'm a pretty efficient person, I'll go in there and from the sink as I hand him things to load, I'll literally just drop them into the thing. Like I will with some water in it. I'll just like be... So I'll put the bowl like upside. Since you're here. I'll put the bowl up. I'll put it as wrong as I can fucking put it. And it's so, just so he has to lift it with his hands, right? And then I'm laughing. That is, that is, anyway. So I don't have a dishwasher situation where if I don't do it, the whole world's going to fucking collapse. I, I feel like this was all by way of saying nobody can supervise the bleeding hip of your dog like you can. But that's, you have many other talents, so there's also, because I'm stuck downstairs with this aluminum shedding dog whose wound I'm watching, I'm the only one who really does laundry, right? And I don't mind it because it's kind of meditation. I put on whatever I'm watching on whatever device platform and I fold laundry. It's fine. I only mind it when the sheets come up and Super I'm like. confused. I have to interject. I'm very, very confused. You fold laundry in the basement? No, upstairs. Your laundry is on the second floor. You was going to yeah. say, so you carry the clean laundry down three flights of stairs and fold it in the basement? No, I never said basement. You said because I'm in the basement, I'm the only one who does laundry. Oh, because I'm downstairs on the main floor with the dog. Yeah. I don't, the laundry's upstairs, so I don't go upstairs and do laundry. So other people, Stuart, have been doing laundry. Stuart, oh, and, God, no. And I get like wrinkled, pressed wrinkled, wrinkles are pressed into, sh- I just... I'd rather. How hard is it to fold a fucking shirt? Can we start there? I don't understand sure. why this is so difficult. Emptying the dishwasher, all of the it's like chaos in the in the silverware drawer. Like I separate the big forks from the little forks, and everybody's happy. And when I open it, and all of the spoons are like facing different directions and and in different piles, and it's just a hot mess. I long ago decided. So I don't get frustrated and angry. I have to let some things go. Like I have to not care about the silverware. If it really bothers me after it's done, fix it. Or whatever it is, the laundry, I I have to wash these shirts again or I have to iron. Like I just can't. It's I know your intention was good and I am grateful that you're trying to help. Was it though? Your intention wasn't to piss me off. I'll tell you that. These are capable, qualified people. (laughs) With, you know, academic credentials, they're able to learn, they're invested in having a future in their life, one that is not terminated abruptly by you choking them to fucking death. Right. How hard is this when I show you how to fucking do it for you to do it the next time? How hard is this? How hard is this? It's not that fucking hard. And if it's hard, guess ready, get ready. You're going to do something that's hard. That's what I used to say to my kids. I don't want, I don't want, I'm like, well, you're getting ready to do something you don't want to do. Sorry. 
you're gonna get ready to eat something. Prep yourself. Getting ready to eat something <laughs> you don't like. What do you want me to say to you? This is the way it's Prep. happening, right? Fold the fucking shirt. Put the forks away the right way. There's one way to do this. And every other way is called the wrong way. We don't do things the wrong way. Can you do it the right way? I'm super looking forward to not supervising this fucking wound anymore. And that way I could get right back to, okay, kids, dogs, wait downstairs while I go do a load of laundry and watch the hundredth time first season of West Wing because it brings me joy. Like, okay. And Ted Lasso. Yeah, he's in rotation. But there are things that I just, and I know I know I don't have enough of them, and I know if my husband hears this, he's going to say, fine, then you can do the laundry and the dishwasher from now on. I won't have anything to do with it. And that is not the answer. No, that's a little, that's to, a little pissant answer. That's what the, a little bitch, that's called, I took my ball and went home. That's what a little bitch would do. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking truth. Well, then I'm not going to do it. Then you could do it yourself if it bothers you and I do it. Or... Or and I'm just or going out on the limb Or maybe you could like here. level up into like a human status. Level up, level up. Yeah. Yes. Or maybe <laughs> you could see that the big forks are twice the size as the little forks, and they don't belong together. Maybe, maybe you could I'm like crazy. not be so fucking stupid. Like maybe these <laughs> are your choices, right? Maybe I'm crazy, no. but you picked me, no, and this is where right. we are that's now. Right. Okay, let's. But you could, you and I could be an adult about this, meaning you and me right now, and we could say, guess what? Even if it's not important to you. It is very important to me. And I know that you love me. I know that you want me to be a happy and productive person. I know that you're not interested in having the acid and bile overflow in the insides of my body and shoot out of every orifice coating you too. So maybe you could fucking turn the fork. You dickweed. How hard is that shit? It's a fucking fork. Why am I even talking about it? I feel like an idiot talking about a goddamn fork. Fork you. Dear listener, are you weird about silverware? Are there things that only you can do? I, I, I think this is the third time I've reached out to you in this one episode I'll to let me I'll know. Get I'll get them. I'll get them. I'll get them. I'll get them with this last thing. Go you ahead. Can, I got to tell you. I got to tell you. So I think that you have told us, and I actually would love a little quickie update, that your back regularly bothers you, that your neck bothers you, that your body, she's not fucking up to it anymore. She's starting to kind of piss you off. She's mad. She's mad. Well, I mean, I get it. And mine's doing the same thing. So my body is like in a, like it ground itself into a not mobile state. Then, because I had this delightful visit, we went on a college tour. I ended up walking four miles with a friend on the college tour after driving an hour and a half to get there and then driving an hour and a half back. And my ass was so tight, I couldn't like a fucking walk. So we're back at the house and I'm just ouchy, ouchy, ouchy. And it was the kind of thing where it had seized up so much where I, there was no position I could be in that didn't hurt. And I actually started to get snippy with my husband. Like yes. it was like, I'm at a point Pain where. he makes you an asshole. I'm, I'm yes. at a point where little things were not rolling off my Are back. Are you looking at me? Stop so, looking at so me. So I had a lot of wine and it started itself out. Did you exhale? On. So later in the night, but it was still. Wait, did wine help? Yes. Getting okay. up and down was still. An event like I could with the wine and I did a little bit of stretching. I was able to sit and enjoy and everything was fantastic. But when you stand up to leave, it's like, no, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. So I went and I went and I laid down. It was time for me. Everybody else was going to stay up like I had to exit to go lay down. It was that bad. So my friend who is the Amazon, the one with the great night vision and the descendant from the, uh, Daniel Boone. Right. So she's she's like, I'm not having it. I'm not fucking having it. 
I'm not going to have my friend feel like this. So she came into my bedroom and she said, where does it hurt? And I'm like, it's the, it's the lower back. It's the real Did low she back. she Miyagi you? She grabbed a hold of my ass cheeks with her giant six foot Amazon hands. And she squeezed them so hard that I called out in pain and cried. I was screaming at the top. She's a rugby player too. So she doesn't really, so, so pain to her, it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, she's like Ragnarok. She's going to come in and like, here we go. I can remove this ass cheek for you. Now it's gone from your body. Like she grabbed a hold of that shit and she did the thing where you put your thumb right on the nerve center of all the pain. Yeah. I screamed so loud that the dog came running. Her daughter came running. They all came running. It was as if I was giving a performance. I was not giving a performance. It was excruciating. I couldn't stop the screaming because it hurt so fucking bad her daughter's in my face laughing and laughing and it was so funny that I was like laughing and then more then she would push her thumb deeper and then I would scream again and like the sweat was just flying off me the whole thing and this probably went on for it felt like 16 hours I'm sure it was less than a minute she did this for the whole thing never in my life I couldn't have I wouldn't have believed that it fucking happened before she started I thought that a bone was in the wrong place like I thought, because you know I have sort of that's part of the issue is my joints are hypermobile and all the right. rest of it. So I thought my my hip bone had migrated into a place, and that was what was causing the nerve pain. That was actually my muscle. My muscle was so hard I thought it was a bone. She had massaged it to the point where it felt like flesh again, and I couldn't believe it. So she took my brick ass and turned it into a soft ass again. So I'm not sure what she's doing for a living, but she needs to be some kind of California ass magician because it was amazing. It was a the California best. ass magician. It was so good. I have never seen that. on. It was Indeed. so awful. It was the worst pain. But when it was over, I could stand up. I could sleep. I could walk. I went three hours the next day, drive down to Kakalak and still sit on a bench with no back and got in the pool and everything's fine. Everybody's happy. I need, I need some, I need some California ass pain in my life. Okay. I told you before that the massage therapist said I hold all of my tension and pain and whatever in my ass. I said, you just call me a hard ass, tight ass, whatever. Um, Theragun. I kind of think you're right. That thing I said. Theragun is what I put. said don't get. But I'm sure. I'm sure. The thing you said don't get. Right. (laughs) Because you said don't get it. So I feel like I won't be able to do it to myself. You can. No, 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 no. No, no. The secret here is that she was like a masochist. No, no. Sadist? She was a sadist, right? So she was like, hee, <laughs> Like, I'm not, if it hurts for me, I stop. <laughs> Do you understand? Like, if well, I use pain the is there for a reason. Pain is there to tell you you should stop. But I will use it, and it will hurt, and I will stay there. I won't push further like it sounds like she did. And then when that pain starts to dissipate, I will push a little further. So it's, there's a... I can do that in certain circumstances. I can do that if I'm pursuing a goal. So I guess if I just put my head right, but at the same time, ow. Yeah. Oh yeah. It sucks. It absolutely hurts. But Theragun is, is, was my, was my um, Amazon thumb printed ass California ass massager. Because she doesn't visit me, so I need it's to worth, use... It's worth the plane ticket. I'm a machine. To, I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. It was kind of a terrifying delight. <laughs> it really was It really was that painful and scary, but I was like, I know it's the right thing for me, and I don't like it. 
Yeah. I mean, is that where the song Hurts So Good came from? I don't think so. No. No. It they was, weren't talking it was about mostly hurts. Yeah. It's, it was turning 50 and having everything just fucking fail you oh, and needing a. God. And she's fucking younger than me. Like the whole thing. But it's all right. I love Keep in her. mind, she has several vertebrae fused together because. She's a badass. Somebody tried to snap her neck off and she was like, fuck you. I'm keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole thing. Yeah. Catastrophic rugby injury. Only 10% of the people ever walk again. And she's over here, you know, taking my ass Shoving like your... it's a cupcake. Yeah. So it's the whole thing. Yeah. Theragun. I, I'm going to I'm going to tell you that that's probably a really a decent choice for you. Pilates is also I would stick with that, although I refuse to do it. I and, think. Yeah. Go ahead. And finally, foam rolling. Do you have a foam roller? Oh, my mom has that. My mom has a super bad back and arthritis and all the things. And she thanks mom. So she always <laughs> wants me to do this thing. It's like a it's like a very aggressive pool noodle. Like, it's yeah, really, it's a foam roller. And yeah. it's mean. And, and no, it is just still no, you. What mean. you do with it you makes can it tell. Mean. It has a mean energy. It's mean. Dear you, listener, are you aging like we are? Are you <laughs> falling apart? <laughs> I don't know that we want to hear those stories. We don't have any so. sympathy for you. We don't. Well, unless you have a cure, something curative, like a second bottle of wine. Oh my god! Yeah, we want to learn from you. You're great. I want to do weed in in California when we go. Can I do? They sell it there. I want to do that. What is it in Arizona? I said it. What is it in Arizona? Do they make it for sale there? Is it hey, for Siri, sale here? Is marijuana legal in Arizona? Legal, Schmeagol. Surely somebody's got a gummy. Okay. I found this on the web. Or is marijuana legal in Arizona? Hey, Recreational hey. marijuana now legal in Arizona. Bingo. So now we can get something like a little a little gummy, a gummy something, like a cookie or a gummy. I like the gummy. I like gummy vitamins, so I would rather choose. I like gummy vitamins. I'm just saying. So that- <laughs> I'm just saying they feel they feel fun and safe and you know they're they're just it's like a little it's a it's become like a nice little ritual you just sort of chew it and I'm like oh, I'm getting healthy it's better because the other one you're like I'm gonna choke to death on this mule pill like I don't like that I feel it melting in the back of my throat now all day I'm gonna have this weird thing in my ne- no I like to chew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nature made's my favorite all right so maybe nature made does weed I would trust them they they don't yet but it's possible that they could. I would trust them yeah all right, Arizona, here we fucking come. <laughs> um, so I have one final, final, because I have a lot to edit out of this podcast and oh, I have to do it by tonight. So sorry, you have to edit. Um, here's my final thing. I'm back to the Jewish New Year. I'm in the ten- the days of awe where I spend my time apologizing for those I have wronged. Dear listener, if you feel... That I have grossed you out by iBooger conversations. If you feel that I have misled you or harmed you in any way, I want you to know sincerely that was not my intention and I am sorry. And for all of the things that you have done, you know who you are, by not writing, not communicating, not going on our social media. Is that how the, is that how the High Holy Days work for Jews? Or it starts out and you get to say... It's the it's the litany of grievances where you get to tell everybody all the shit they've done so they can That's come a different and apologize holiday. to you. I don't <laughs> That's think... every other holiday, That's actually. Nice. I don't realize how I got dinged in this shit. Um, okay. That's Festivus. So, <laughs> so for all the ways that you have disappointed me by not sharing with your friends and not spreading the word of how great we are and what a resource we are for all things funny, I forgive you. 
as you have forgiven me. And that's that's my that's my plug. That's Still my feels ear. like a threat. Well, here's the other thing. <laughs> I, I just want to say, <laughs> as you forgive me, Dick, that's the level <laughs> of forgiveness I'm going to send you away. That's so sit and spin, twat head. <laughs> no, listen, it's not my holiday. I, I think everything about it feels terrifying exciting terrifying on this day it is written who shall live and who shall die who by fire who by water i I mean this i mean this as a high compliment and a mark of reverence it won't sound that way it it feels like feels like a great fucking marvel script like it's a wonderful (laughs) it's just like a wonderful construct it's great having said all that i am inspired by my behavior this week to apologize to you. I'm not seeking your forgiveness. I want to apologize to you so you know that the apology is sincere, right? So it's it's really about me wanting you to know that I'm so sorry. I had no idea what this week was. I knew that there was a holiday and I had the wrong holiday first and I don't know enough about Judaism to even know what the holiday was. So I didn't realize it was like the bank of 10 or seven or however many you have, like your week of big high holy days. I don't even think you call it that. I think that's what Catholics call it. They're the days of awe. Okay. So I would have not known that. That's just to fit perfectly into the Marvel script. They are the days of awe. I'm telling you, it's super good. So I looked at, so I was like, isn't this her thing? I thought it was like, is this a real one? Or is this one of the ones where, because half the time holidays on the, the Jewish calendar, I will say to you, oh, because I've seen it coming and I on my calendar it's marked and I think, oh, and you're like, yeah, that's not really one. That's just one that people know about. That's not like a big one. So I sort of had it all wrong. So I did a little quick research, but it was too late because I was thinking, what's going on? Why is she not? Isn't this over? I looked it up and then I was like, fuck, this is the biggest one. And I've been like sending you texts and hit the picture of my ass and boop, 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 boop. <laughs> like all this stupid stuff that, you know, sending you FaceTimes when I'm sure you were on the Zoom with you know, Jewish God, God. Like doing the whole fucking thing. So I'm like, oh, Jesus. So, or I guess Jewish, oh, Jewish. So the whole thing, right? I just wanted to say, I'm sorry for being really a dick about that because I should have proactively known and been prepared and made life easy for you. And I've, in fact, made it harder for you and kind of dissed your whole thing just through omission for not even fucking knowing what's important and a very big deal and a legacy and the traditions that you're passing down to your to your kids and the and you're, you're fucking good at it all these fucking things so I'm sorry I, I felt like a real shitball um you know it passed but I did feel that way and I still do <laughs> and it was nothing to do with McDonald's because that makes me feel like a shitball yeah, uh, I apologize yeah, for all that. good everything I know it and I should have I should have done okay. better so I do apologize for that that's that was not cool to do that so we are all good oh see it is the days of all Days of aww. I always make the joke whenever this stuff comes up because I saw it once on John Stewart. I always make the joke. <laughs> yeah, I love him. During this time period, uh, Stephen Colbert. It was it was the big holiday, and Colbert's a Catholic, right? Big deal, Catholic. Yep. And and uh, Stewart's a Jew, right? The whole deal. So <laughs> it got to be the one I thought it was Yom Kippur. Am I saying it right? Yeah. Okay. It's this, that's this next week. Right. So Colbert picks up a telephone and plops it down. He goes, Yom Kippur. And he plops the phone in front of him and he looks at it because he's waiting for Steve. He's waiting for the guy. He's for the apologies to call him and start telling him all the shit he's sorry for. Cause that's the day where you do a day of atonement. I told you it's Marvel this day of atonement. I'm sorry for all my stuff is, and I'm now going to have a great year 
and I'm inscribed in the book of life and I'm 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 casting off all my crap and I'm heading into it clean and new and fresh. It's a good holiday. People do good holidays, man. You get bread. I got to tell you, Amy, you did do research because you you definitely called and said, I know this is where you do Tashlik. I'm not sure what you called it, but you said Tashlik where you cast away your sins. I thought it was Taklit. But yeah, you throw throw bread in the lake. You go to any body of water and you toss bread in there as your sins and you and you cast them away the the easy part is this week right where you talk to your friends and family and those who you've wronged your listeners you know and and wait and, for them to then, talk to fucking you yeah and then comes you know yom kippur where you're supposed to make your deal with god and say i apologize for all the ways that i've missed the mark this year i i don't have that kind of time <laughs> like i don't have 10 days is not enough for me but this year i mean i've kind of been in my house like have I wronged you by not calling you back, texting you back? Yeah, that's pretty much for what I am I'm most regretful. I find regretful. it so interesting. I don't want to get heavy about this, but too bad. It's too hard. It, it, you feel more weight and trepidation having that kind of intimacy and, and acknowledgement with God as opposed to with a human. That would, for me, it would be reversed. It's in in our the the Catholic faith, in which I have been indoctrinated my entire life, has trained me that there our deal is I already know everything all about you, and I already forgive it even before you fucking did it. So all, so voicing it is like the smallest possible thing you could ever do, right? People are not that way. So <laughs> for me, they're just hearing you say it is the first time I've ever thought about it in these terms, but it's very, very easy to come to a reconnection and recommitment to my idea of God, the God of my faith. Is is any of that a factor or is it just like, oh shit, this is the authority and I really don't want to fuck up in front of the authority? Amy, I have a secret for you. And since nobody listens to this anyway, we're going to keep since it nobody nice. Communicates, it's going to be kept nice and tight. Nice and tight. I don't really believe in God. Yeah, I know, but you still said I got to come so, clean, clean with you. So I feel like it's a hedging my bets kind of thing. Then you believe, um, dope. <laughs> I I don't. You, if you can't make it as an atheist, you ain't an atheist. It's like being pregnant. You either is or you ain't. I you believe, believe in people. It. I believe that we make things happen. I believe that, you know... It's not God who sends uh, an earthquake. It's the changing of the the temperatures, tectonic plates. Like there, there. It's all science and people. I am still, even though I don't believe in so many things other than people, I am still terrified and uncomfortable when I hear the words, "Who shall live and who shall die? Who by fire? Who by water?" Because then in my head. The creative spark goes, there's a flood that takes these people. There's There are the fires in, in Oregon and California and like the whole like, yes, who sh- like those things are terrifying. But the thought that it is written on Rosh Hashanah and it is sealed on Yom Kippur, it's awe inspiring and terrifying. It really to me is terrifying. No matter what happens, it's already written in the book of life, whether I'm going to like, I I can't believe that. I have to believe in people and your choices and your uh, way too heavy, but it's it's terrifying No, I don't think it's heavy. I think that this is part of what makes this relatable. We hope we're making a difference 
in your life in some way, if we make you laugh, if you can relate to anything we do, um, we've done what we set out to do and and we are we are grateful and I am sorry. <laughs> so, That's right. That's I'm right. so sorry. And if you are the friend who is an ass magician or if you can find a friend who is an ass magician, I help I, your friend out. Help your friend out, man. Sometimes you gotta just grab a hold and squeeze harder. Or get a Theragun. I mean, that's probably your answer. Do I need to text your husband? We could take this offline. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Be well. Be happy. Be inscribed in that book, man, because we need you you around here for next time. All right. Bye. 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 Sometimes when I'm falling, flying, tumbling in turmoil, I say, ooh, well, this is what she means. She means we're bouncing into Graceland.